This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat. Today I get to talk to Ray Coffey before she competes for some missions on the shore taking place at the Booker T World Gym Arena. I train out of Aries BJJ under uh, Matt Wilson, and um, I'm also go by the name Ray. Most people know me by that, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're out in Conroe. How long have you been into jujitsu? Uh, I've been in jujitsu for about three and a half years. Um, I actually started at a different school, so I haven't always been under Aries. I started off at uh, Gracie Humida uh, under Andy Yaunt, and then uh, a year into a year into training, I switched over to uh, Aries because the schedule just worked a little bit better for me. And at the time, they were affiliated with uh, Pressa which um, is known in Corpus Christi. And then we switched affiliations at the end of last year to uh, Aries. Okay, so Missions on the Shore, that's coming up March 19th. It's going to be in Texas City at the Booker T World Gym Arena. You're going to be there. Are you excited for this event? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I was here for their first um, event in Texas uh, in Galveston last year. So I'm pretty excited um, to be competing with them again. I think uh, last year I was up with uh, Madison Gwynn and then this time I'm not sure. I mean, I know, I know, I know our name and everything. Um, I was told not to say anything until like the photos and stuff were out. So I can't name who my opponent is right now. Um, okay. But, I'm, but uh, I think she trains at the same gym as uh, Madison. So ah, that's War Training Center. Yeah. Cool. And that's not too far from you. I mean, it's a little bit. I think War's out in Tomball. Yeah, it's an ensemble. Um, I haven't visited there, but I visited pretty much all the other gyms in the area there. I just haven't made it made my way to drop in there yet for any cross training. So yeah, you know they have a lot of of tough fighters, competitors, people at all different levels that train out of there. But they specifically have a lot of the most that I've seen personally, uh, female female fighters, which I think is pretty cool. And they they're open to cross training and all that. Oh, yeah, they have a lot of uh, MMA fighters there. And actually, one of our MMA fighters at our gym, uh, Danielle, she's uh, trying to get into some cross training with them now because she has fights and stuff she wants to get ready for. And she needs more partners because I don't do MMA as of the moment. So are you I'm kind of for jujitsu. So yeah, are you open to that in the future? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely interested. I mean, I feel like anyone who does jujitsu eventually thinks about doing MMA at least at least a little bit. Right. Um, I just need to find a place to do some striking because right now the striking in our gym schedule wise just doesn't really work out for me. So. Well, you should check out war cause they are, it's all over. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. I've also been thinking about going to, um, Sammy's, um, Muay Thai, oh, yeah. so, cause that's where uh, Danielle does her striking. So, okay, cool. Yeah. And I know Sammy, he cross trains over at war as well. Yeah, he does pretty regularly. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see the, I guess the inclusion in the, the family that the MMA scene is here in Houston. And I get to talk to some people from all over the country and that's not always necessarily the case. Yeah. It's actually, I find it's really different here. Um, cause especially like it just in the Conroe area, I mean, everybody knows everybody, everybody is, we're pretty much like a giant family. Cause we know all the gyms, like we train with people at Carlson, at Aries, uh, Homida, basically anywhere up there. And then I've noticed that that kind of trickles to the South Houston area too, or to Tomball and things like everybody seems to know everybody, mm -hmm. big community. So you mentioned that you were at that submissions on the shore event in Galveston. I was there too. It was really cool. Had you competed for an all women's promotion or an event like that before? No, that was the first one. I mean, I'd done a lot of tournaments and everything. I think that was my first super fight. It might've, might've been my second, but I'm pretty sure that was my first super fight I ever done. So mm -hmm. that was definitely a different experience. I was really nervous because 
um I'd never been like up on like a raised stage like that so I was like walking up there like oh my god what's happening right now (laughs) like am I gonna fall off what happens if I fall off and that's a possibility I've seen it before usually there's people guarding and they try and prevent that from happening but it can happen yeah, I was like, man, and there's tables right there, too. I'm like, what happens if I fall onto one of the tables? Am I going to die? I don't think so. hope not. No, but, I hope not either. But the people sitting at the tables will get their money worth. It'll be a, a lot of entertainment. Yeah, that would certainly. I mean, I would I would just be like, man, I hope they fall on my table. If I was sitting there. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, submissions on SOAR, March 19th. Um, what kind of game plan, what kind of preparation goes into competing in something like this? Uh, well, definitely takes a lot of uh, time and effort. I know that um, my coach, uh, Matt, he likes to know a lot about our opponent and everything. And just considering that they train at war, uh, we're expecting a lot of aggression, uh, a lot of wrestling game, because that's typically what we see coming out of there. So we're just kind of planning for that a little bit. Um, and it's a lower weight class than I have been competing at usually, which is good for me. I tend to do better at lower weight classes, competing a little heavy lately. So I'm pretty excited. I know it's going to probably be a really fast roll for sure. Lots of speed, lots of scrambles. That's what I'm kind of expecting. Mm -hmm. So that submissions on the shore event, the first one in Galveston, you said that was your first super fight. Since then, have you been staying busy doing more tournaments or or super fights as well? Oh, yeah. I've been doing a lot more uh, tournaments. Um, I've been doing a lot more. uh, I did a couple more super fights. I think one or two. I think I did one for uh, combat sports was the last one I did. That was a team event and it was kind of, it was really funny because I was actually not supposed to be on a team. I was supposed to do like my own individual, but he uh, couldn't find a fight for me. And so then I ended up subbing for a team member that fell out of one of the team matches. And then basically everyone on that team had to be kind of pieced together yeah. um, with other subs because they, uh, all, all of the original team kind of dropped out. So I ended up going up there and then there was, because it technically the team matches are purple to black belt, right? Mm-hmm. And so I actually ended up fighting a black belt, and I'm like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm only a blue belt. What's happening?" Yeah, and I think Thomas Galenzi, he's having an event the weekend before um, uh, submissions on the shore. That's March 12th, so that's exciting as well. I love seeing all these opportunities for different, you know, fighters and and grapplers to to get on the stage and have that have that platform. You know, for you, are you looking to compete some more this year? Or what does that look like? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely competing more this year. I actually have a tournament uh, coming up this weekend with the Grappling Industries, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the 19th of February. Um, and then I hope I can do it in March as well. It's the weekend after Subs on the Shore. There's an AGF tournament that my coach has really been pushing everyone to do. Um, but so far, my work schedule is not looking like I can do that one. Okay. But I'm hoping. I'm hoping. So at your gym, is it a big competition gym? I mean, you, you mentioned your coach pushing you to do. Is that something he does towards a lot of people or just specific? No, I think it's just people he knows that compete a lot um, or people that he thinks um, would do well in, in competition. Uh, he's He actually, um, this is the first time I think he's really been like pushing like a tournament or anything. Matt is like the chillest person you will ever meet. I feel like in jujitsu, he's like super relaxed and he typically doesn't push tournaments very much, but I think he's just really excited about the event. So he's been really trying to get everybody on like a competition team and really um, basically show up numbers and everything there. Mm-hmm. So kind of, it's different, but exciting. As far as competing goes, what kind of goals are you pushing for for the rest of this year? And I guess even beyond. Well, I'm definitely, I want to get um, at least 
my game down a lot better than it was. I think at the beginning, because I've been a blue belt now for about a year, um, and I've been kind of trying to develop my game a little bit. And so I definitely want to make more strides in that. I want to actually like hit things that like I can see and think of now that I wasn't able to see or think of before. Um, and I definitely, I mean, of course, I want to go out and win some medals and stuff. But right now it's also about, you know, just learning and about, you know, just getting a little bit better at technique and everything. I think that's important for me. You mentioned you started training, I think you said about four years ago or so. What led you to even uh, go down this path? Oh, that's uh, so, okay. Yeah. So I just, I just graduated um, A&M um, and I was basically applying for like a whole bunch of jobs and everything. And I was just getting really disappointed, really depressed. And I'd struggled with I'd struggled with depression a lot um, in my life. There's a lot of like trauma and things that are built up from my childhood. I never really kind of dealt with. And it was all kind of hitting me all at once. And so basically I kind of like made this ultimatum to myself. I was like, all right, if I don't find anything to do today, then I'm just not going to see tomorrow. It was uh, just kind of one of those um, awful situations. And so I ended up walking into uh, Gracie Umaida, which I actually saw being built because it was like a new facility at the time. It was being built from the ground up. Um, and I was like, all right, let me just do that. Um, and then what kept me going back, uh, Andy was really like, Hey, you're going to be here tomorrow. Hey, you're going to be here tomorrow. Um, and I'm like, okay, sure. So I just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. And that kind of led me down to like, for a while, I was like super obsessed with doing nothing but training and jujitsu. And that was to me, the only thing that was keeping me like going, like the only thing keeping me like alive to the next day and then eventually i got injured in a tournament pretty badly i had dislocated my knee for like the fourth time but it was like the worst time um and i had to take time off and then i was like you know what i can do other things too Mm jiu-jitsu is important but i need to start doing like other things too and so i always say that jiu-jitsu saved my life because it led me to like think of things better and to work harder and kind of view things in my life a little bit differently. So I got a little bit more more motivation to keep going and everything. So that's kind of just how I started jiu-jitsu and I've been doing it ever since. Had you seen it before or, you know, you saw it being built, but any experience or even know exactly what it was? Oh, I had no idea what I was walking into. I'll be completely honest. I was like, I had never seen any grappling. I'm not a big UFC, MMA fighting, like, person. Um, I did karate like super young when I was little, but I've always been an athlete. I've always competed in something, whether it was basketball or competitive swimming or, or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a friend that I was working with at the time I was working at TJ Maxx and my manager was actually the one who was like talking about going over there. And I was like, you know what? I might as well go over there too. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. Did, did they stick with it as well? No, I don't even think they walked in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that was just like a, a setup, like it was meant to be. Yeah, a little bit. It was kind of like serendipity right there. It's just like, hey, this thing's there for you and come on in. <laughs> Do you ever talk to other people and they have a almost similar story? Like, you know, it, it saved their life. It changed their life for the better, whether that's any combat sport or even jujitsu specifically. Yeah, um, I think I mentioned my friend Craig a little bit ago with the contact lenses. Mm -hmm. He's actually, he has a pretty compelling story. I'm sure he could, if he's ever on here, he could probably tell you the whole thing. Um, But it saved him. Like, he's always struggled with, like, sobriety and things like that. And he said, he always says, you know, jujitsu keeps him, you know, going, keeps him focused on the path ahead. That and his faith and all that stuff. So 
I always found that to be really inspiring because that's, that's why he's one of my best friends. So, <laughs> so you mentioned going to A&M. What did you study in school? Oh, uh, I have a bachelor's degree in anthropology. Um, it's basically the study of people and culture. Um, a lot of anthropologists end up becoming archaeologists. I just didn't see myself digging up things in the dirt. So that's just not the path I went down. Yeah. It's also a store. Have you been to anthropology? Oh, yes. Yeah. Though that has nothing to do with the degree. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, my, my wife likes that store. And so I know I've, I've spent some time in there. It's like I'm sitting in a chair smelling a candle and there's like a a shirt and a jacket over there, but it's a, it's a, a mixture of different things. And I had to Google, like, I didn't even know what anthropology was. I'm like, what does it mean? And then I'm like, why did they name the store? This It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know why they named it that either. And that and the prices there are like <laughs> yeah. crazy. Like there's no way any kind of archeologist or anything's going to be able to afford those shirts. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Sense. So is that something that you would ever pursue? I mean, even like if you said they go into archaeology, if you have an anthropology degree or you study that or, or or like using your degree more more fully, I suppose. Yeah, actually. So that's part of the reason because I am um, I'm studying to get into law school right now. Um, and I actually I want to work with uh, indigenous groups because I'm I'm indigenous as well. Um, and I want to be a cultural anthropologist. So that means basically what we do is we study the culture and how it affects people um, both in the past and present day. And I want to specifically do that within uh, health law and uh, kind of look at the cultural laws, the cultural ties for that ev every tribe has that kind of affects um, our relationship with law and policies and kind of use that to help develop things that are a little bit more um, helpful for tribal nations across um, America and Canada. So that sounds really interesting and it'd be cool. But the thing that came to mind was the the cultural I guess, traditions and, and stuff within even gyms or like jujitsu as a whole. And then how there's like rules and gyms and spoken and unspoken things. That would be a whole study in itself as well. Oh, yeah, I definitely thought about that. Like when I was for I think I was just coming out of school and I'm like, man, this would be such a great study. Like to just like look at the, the cultural meaning behind a fist bump. Like that would be yeah. an amazing thesis I could do for a whole doctorate degree. And then I got like way into that. I'm like, OK, I got to I need to calm down right now. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So if you weren't, if you weren't doing, if you never found jujitsu or combat sports or anything, I mean, what do you, what do you think you would be doing? What else interests you that you almost tried? Hey, I need an outlet. I'm going to go try this. Oh, that's a good question. I, I write a lot, so I'd probably definitely be writing a lot more for sure. I think I'd probably just like throw myself into writing a novel or something like that, which mm -hmm. I am still trying to write, but right now I have other focuses. So yeah. What kind of, what kind of book or writings would you do? Oh, I am obsessed with fantasy. So definitely be a fantasy novel. Definitely a lot of world building. It'd probably be like a super long one, like George R. R. Martin, like thousands of pages, um, multiple books, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So are you a fan of, of reading those as well? Yeah, I have read uh, Martin's work. Um, I've read Tolkien. I'm not the biggest fan. I just don't like his wording style very much. I do like a lot of sci-fi too, though, like Philip K. Dick. Um, and a lot of them. So I'd probably kind of mix the uh, high fantasy aspect with like elves and magic with like the cyborg, you know, steampunk aesthetic of a lot of the other traditional sci-fi like H.G. Wells and all that fun mm -hmm. stuff. You know, whenever yeah. whenever you meet somebody on the mat, everybody's kind of wearing the same thing. It's either, it's either like gi or no gi, right? So you don't necessarily know that much about their, their past or what they studied or you're studying to go into law school. Are people ever surprised whenever you give them a glimpse behind your personal life? 
Yeah, I think I surprised. I was like, I was like having a conversation with one of my teammates, and then I think I just like went on a rant about um, I think the kings and queens of England or yeah. something like that. Because I just happen to be a history buff too, and they're just like, "Wow, like you really study history, don't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sorry." Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of did that, right? <laughs> That's cool. kind of what I did for you know four years of my life there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. So let's remind people: Saturday, March nineteenth. Ray is going to be competing for submissions on the shore. It's taking place at the Booker T World Gym Arena in Texas City, and I'm excited. I'm going to be there. Uh, I've been able to talk and interview multiple people who are going to be on that card and maybe even your opponent because I've talked to two people that are competing from war. But you're not allowed to talk about it until the flyers come out. But I did see that they posted on their story uh, mm-hmm. uh, a teaser of some of the flyers, I guess, that are yeah. that are ready. Yeah, I saw that. I saw one of my flyers, too. Um which I was just like, oh, maybe I can say who my opponent is, but I'm now. not 100% sure. So I'm just like, let me just not jump into that. Yes. I don't want to get any trouble or anything. If somebody's never been to an event before, can you kind of describe what they can expect? Is it going to be exciting? And, and what can they expect in your match specifically? Yeah. So, I mean, when you first go into like, I feel like it's very similar to like how MMA fights are set up, at least how the amateur ones that I've seen are set up. So like you go in, there's a big room with a lot of like folding chairs and things, and then there's lights everywhere. Um, And then of course, everyone has like their entry music, you'll see the match. And then some matches can be like really interesting, like dynamic matches, which I'm expecting mine to be that way, just because um, I expect a lot of fast scrambles and things like that. Uh, That's just kind of where I'm thinking it's headed so definitely um gonna be a lot more higher paced um in that respect and then there's gonna be some matches that are a little bit slower taking more time usually a lot of high level matches because of how long they take typically are a lot slower more methodical more thought out less scrambles more all right let me get this technique perfect you know is your match going to be adcc rule set and are you familiar with that and are you excited for it yeah, I am familiar with the rule set. I also watched a lot of, because I think, um, was it Albert sent um, everyone like a little like video thing that we we're all supposed to watch on the ADCC, ADCC rule set as well. I made sure to watch that as well in case that anything popped up that I didn't know. Um, and so, yeah, I'm pretty familiar with the rules and then I forgot what the other question was. So I'm just going to. Just if you're excited <laughs> and, and familiar with it, it was it. So you answered. <laughs> okay, okay. Just making sure. I'm just like, wait, did I hear that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after after this year, you know, you want to compete a lot. What about in your your jujitsu career? What what are things that you want to accomplish? Well, I definitely I'm hoping uh, to get my purple belt. I know you're not supposed to chase the belt or anything, but I just really want to be able to reach it by like a certain like time goal. So I'm hoping close to the end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, already be promoted. But we'll see. Um, that's really hard to get promoted under, which I think is fantastic. Um, Cause then I feel like I really earned something. So we'll see how that goes, but that's definitely a, a current, like a main, like close goal of mine. And then an ultimate goal is to just, you know, I, I don't know, like be better. <laughs> is that something? <laughs> yeah. Lawyer, lawyer, grappling black belt lawyer. Yes. That's cool. exactly the goal. I want to be able to beat someone uh, on the mats and then beat someone in the courtroom. <laughs> in the courtroom as well. I love it. Awesome. Hey, is there anything else that you would like to share today? Um, not really. I mean, I'd definitely a shout out to my gym, Aries BJJ uh, up in Conroe, uh, my coach, Matt Wilson, um, and then all the friends that I talked about, you know, Danielle Thompson, uh, up and coming MMA fighter, and then uh, Craig Johnson, who's just the most lovable person ever. So, yeah. 
So Saturday, March 19th at the Booker T. World Gym Arena, you can check out submissions on the shore. If you're in uh, the Houston area, go and attend. And if not, you can watch it on Fight TV from anywhere in the world. So, Ray, thank you so much for making time today. I appreciate you.